You're listening to The Gospel Underground, the only podcast that helps new and aspiring gospel artists develop the skills to become influential music ministers. It features resources and tips to help empower indie artists to own and operate their music ministry for major impact. And I'm your host, Janice Levon. So let's get this show started. Catch it in the TV, catch it on the road, catch it in the church house, sing it to the souls. This is different from any other sound because you're listening to the gospel underground. Praise the Lord, family, and welcome back to another episode of The Gospel Underground. I am your host, Jenny Slavon, and I am so excited to be back to pour into you and share uh, some great things for you and your music ministry. So we are chugging right along. This is, I believe, episode four in this series or five. Y'all, y'all, y'all pray with me, okay? <laughs> but we are moving right along. This is our series, How to Prepare for a Successful music release. And I am just so grateful. I know I've been saying this each and every week, but I really am grateful to hear your feedback and to hear that this series has been a blessing to you. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited to see and hear what you're all going to do with the knowledge that you have been gaining from this podcast series. So God bless y'all. Continue to listen and share the podcast to all the different independent gospel artists that you know that may need this information. So today, like I said, I believe this is episode five. If I'm correct, this is episode five in this series. All right. Yes, because we have one more. So episode five. And today I wanted to just take a pause because I know I have been just throwing mad information at y'all. So I wanted to take a little bit of a pause and I wanted to open up and answer some of your questions that you may have regarding releasing new music. So that's what we're going to do today. I picked out a couple of questions that I want to answer, um, and I'm going to do my best to answer those to the best of my knowledge and ability, all right? But before we go ahead and get into those questions, I want to remind you all that this series, I have released a road to release checklist. So you're not only just getting the series, but you're also getting a free Tap your name and say free, a free <laughs> checklist to help you on your music release journey, right? I want you all to m- release that music that the Lord has given you, but I want you to do so with great strategy and intention. So I put together a really cool checklist for you all to go down the list as you are preparing to release your music. So I want you to go ahead and get that. That link is in the show notes of all of the episodes in this series, as well as on our social media and in our newsletter. So There is ample space and opportunity for you to get this checklist and you're going to want it because it's really, really, really going to help you stay on track as you prepare to release your music. So don't forget that the road to release free checklist. All right. Click the link in the show notes and make sure you grab it. So before we get into this week's episode, you know, I have to share with you all the indie artist spotlight of the week. And this week, the spotlight is shining on Ashley Renee. Ashley Renee is an independent gospel artist, and she is so amazing and incredible. Y'all, I absolutely love, love, love her sound and her style. I know that sometimes gospel music gets a little bit of a bad rap. People feel like, you know, it's not original. Everything sounds the same. Well, let me tell y'all something. If y'all looking for some fresh cool, like amazing gospel music. Y'all need to really get into these independent artists because they're not playing no games. Okay. And Ashley Renee is one of them. Her sound is so unique and amazing. And I just love her 
music. Her brand new single entitled Grace and Mercy, which by the way, was produced by one of my producers, Kenneth Gladden. I think I shouted him out last week too. So shout out to you, Kenneth. Uh, you are like really a hidden gem in the gospel music industry. So if y'all looking for a great producer and a wealth of knowledge, hit up Kenneth Gladden. Okay. I'll put his information in the show notes as well. But anyways, back to Ashley, <laughs> her new single Grace and Mercy is so awesome and incredible and it just has such a nice groove and I'm just y'all I love it make sure y'all go check it out on all digital streaming platforms and also you can listen to it on the gospel underground playlist which is available on apple music and spotify so shout out to you sis god bless you but the lord continue to keep you and lead you and guide you as you continue to do your thing in this gospel music industry for the will of christ god bless you guys make sure you hit her up if you want to collaborate check out her music all of the things all of her information will be in the show notes so again god bless you sis we're rooting for you and we are praying for you in jesus name All season long, I have just been like dumping and dumping and dumping information into you all. And I want to take a little bit of a break (laughs) from dumping just so much information. I know that it can be really overwhelming, but I thought that today would be a really great time to answer some of the questions that you all may have. I know that I've been sharing a lot and it's been a lot to process. So today we're going to kind of slow things down a little bit. I pitched it out there on our social media platforms and in our newsletter. So if you're not following us on social, make sure that you do so, so you can see what different little things I have going on out there. I may ask questions or whatever have you. I'm on Instagram. We are at the underscore gospel underground, and you can find us on Facebook at the gospel underground as well. And also in the show notes, you can subscribe to our newsletter where you will hear directly from me from time to time, just sharing little gems, nuggets, and updates. So, um, like I said, I pitched it out there. What questions do you have regarding releasing new music? And thank you to each and every one of you that submitted a question. Today, I'm going to do the best of my ability to answer these questions and give you as much clarity as I can. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. The first question that I got says, how do I engage my audience? Is my music boring? And When I saw this question, I kind of got a little bit emotional. Am I a drama queen? Am I the drama? You ever heard that (laughs) soundbite on Instagram? Am I the drama? No, but it made me a little bit emotional because I was just like, I know this feeling. I know this feeling all too well. Um, That feeling of you are, are just super passionate about doing God's will in music. You are passionate about the music that he gives you. You're excited about it. But you know that what you put out may not be everybody's cup of tea. And you know that from time to time, this can be an uphill battle. So this question really, um, I think the latter part of the question probably really is what like kind of struck me the most is my music boring and I feel like I want to respond to this by first saying that we all have moments of thinking some variation of is my music boring it may not necessarily be the exact same thing is my music boring but we all question ourselves and our abilities and I wanted to start by answering this question by saying that 
when God himself has called you to do something, you have to trust that he will help you to do it as well. So you may not sing like Tamala Man and Vicky Winans, or uh, if you're a rapper, you may not rap like Lecrae or any of the other other Christian rappers. You may not, you your ability may not be the same as them, but do not discount or discredit what God has given you. Um, if God gave you a gift, learn to love that gift and honor that gift by giving it back to God. And I know that that sounds a little elusive, so I'm going to elaborate. When I mean give it back to God, I mean literally submit it back to God in your prayer time. Say, thank you, Father, for this gift. Thank you, Lord. I love you and I appreciate you for giving me something to use in this world. And then you ask him how to work the gift. Lord, how do I multiply this gift? Because that's what he wants us to do, right? He wants us to multiply and 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 get back fruit from the gift that he gave you. So that, and also ask the Lord how to steward your gift. So that means if you need vocal practice, do that. If you need to learn, uh, take a songwriting class, do that. If you just need to fast and pray more so you can get more depth so that when you write music, it's not just generic popcorn music with no real substance, do that. But I, I just wanted to encourage you before I get into the how do I engage my audience part, um, because everybody, all of us have a moment where we feel, where we are questioning what God gave us, period. The other thing that I wanted to say about this is that everybody's music is not for everybody. So your focus should not be in trying to please everybody. Your focus should not be in trying to serve everybody. Your focus should be in asking the Lord, okay, Lord, thank you for this gift. Who do, who is this for? And how do I serve them effectively? Period. A lot of artists, not just gospel artists, but a lot of people, a lot of artists, and not just artists, a lot of people have gifts and they know the Lord has called them to, called them to do something, but they get caught up in trying to go viral or they get caught up in what they think success looks like. But the truth of the matter is success is pleasing God, period. So if he gave you a gift, then... He wants you to use it to serve his people in a specific way. And your job is to figure out that way by asking him. So don't feel bad that this is a thought that you may have had, or sometimes you feel this way, or sometimes th that uphill battle seems like it's winning and you're not because everybody goes through questioning themselves, questioning their ability. Lord, is my music even relevant? Trust and believe. I have gone through that time and time and time and time again. But your job is to continue to take it back to the Lord and heed to whatever it is that he says to you. So I just wanted to start off by saying that, you know, you are very brave for even asking this because a lot of people won't ask or they won't share that. They will just let that fester and actually let the gift pass them by. You know, they say the richest place in the world is the graveyard because there's so many unfulfilled dreams and gifts and all of that. Um, and you don't want to be that person. So 
Understand that you're not out here to please or to serve everybody. You're out here to please and serve God and whoever he has instructed you to serve. So I just wanted to share that. All right. So the other part of the question is, how do I engage my audience? So last week I did an episode called Market Like You Mean It. Um, And in that episode, I was talking all about marketing and promoting your new song or your new album or whatever it is that you're releasing. And one thing that I did not say, um, you know, I thought about it after the fact. One thing that I did not say is that marketing your music begins way before you put out your post saying that my song is coming out XYZ date. And that is the part of doing music that is branding. You, you begin to build your brand way before your music even comes out way before you have an announcement flyer that says my new single is coming out XYZ date. And the best way or the way that the Lord has shown me how to do that is to simply tell my story. That is the, and, and I love the fact that he said that because it is the most authentic way, in my opinion, to begin to engage your audience. Simply begin telling your story. Tell people who you are, where you came from, how you got into music, why you love music, what type of music you like, all of those things. And you do that through the different channels. So last week I spoke about marketing your music digitally because we are still in this unfortunate circumstance of the pandemic. And, um, you know, people are not, you don't have the ability to go out and do concerts or sing at open mics or do things like that. We don't have that ability to physically gather. So everything is basically digital and virtual. So we use the different virtual and digital channels to start to tell our story and to begin to build our brand. So figure out which, first of all, (laughs) let me, let me rewind just a little bit. I did a podcast a while back about, uh, discovering your assignment. That's the first thing that you need to do. Um, and I, I spoke about that a little bit earlier in this question. Um, first thing that you need to do in order to engage your audience is you need to figure out what your assignment is. Why did God call you into gospel music? And for you to just be an encouragement and to just touch the lives of men is way is a little bit too broad and a little bit too generic. God has given you specific characteristics, personality traits. He's allowed you, he's allowed you to experience certain things because he has designated you to minister to a people in a place for a time. And you need to get extremely granular in pinpointing that those people, that place and that time. Right. So I always talk about how my assignment is to keep the church in remembrance of God's standard for holiness, righteousness and sanctification. I am crystal clear on what I am supposed to be. That is my assignment. So that's the first thing you need to figure out what your assignment is. What does God call you to do? And in discovering your assignment, you will unveil who the specific of who you are supposed to serve. So for me, I am crystal clear that I am called to the church, to the body of Christ, to the believers. Okay. Um, I know a lot of artists say they want to, you know, take the music outside of the fall for walls of the church and that's fine. But if God has not called you specifically to do that, then you need to go back to the drawing board, go back to God and figure out who he called you to. So that's the first thing, get clear on your assignment 
And in discovering your assignment, you will, he will tell you who he has called you to. So that's first, before you can even engage your audience, you have to know who they are. Then, as I was saying earlier, you need to, uh, like I said, we in this digital age, figure out, ask the Lord, which platforms should you be using to engage your audience? That may be Instagram, that may be Facebook, that may be YouTube, that may be a podcast. It may be a number of things. I remember very, very clearly and very, very distinctly the Lord telling me to start a podcast. And this was at a time when podcasts were not a thing. <laughs> you know, I think it was like one podcast that I was listening to. Um, and I began listening to it because the person that I was following was on YouTube and they shared, oh, we have a podcast. So at the time when I started my podcast, it was not a thing. But the Lord has positioned me here. And here is where I'm going to stay until he tells me to move. Amen. <laughs> and if I'm honest, I struggle really, really hard because I'm like, Lord, gospel artists don't listen to podcasts. What are we doing? Um, and it's so funny because at the end of 2021, I have been seeing so many gospel artists and so many uh, gospel music industry people starting podcasts. So I believe uh, in following the Lord and obeying his direction because he knows what we don't know. He sees what we cannot see. And if he has placed you at a certain place, maybe he's called you to Instagram. That's where he's going to use you to, to, to engage and to meet your audience. It does not matter if you're not getting any engagement today, you just need to keep stay still where the Lord planted you and keep doing the work there until he says otherwise. But until he says otherwise, stay there, do the work where he planted you and trust that you will begin to see the engagement. Okay. While you are in that place, make sure you are creating the best content that you can put together. Tell your story in the most unique way possible, okay? The internet is saturated with tons of amazingly talented people, but if you stay where the Lord planted you and you do your work, you 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 do the best that you can to create the content um, and even ask the Lord, what kind of content should I create? You know, create great, engaging content. Share your story in a unique way that people will be able to relate to and, you know, will, will be tangible for them. You know, something that they can say, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I can relate to that. So that's my advice for that on how you engage your audience. First and foremost, get clear on your assignment. Get clear on why God called you into gospel music. And when you get clear on your assignment, he will share with you who he has called you to. Number two, pick a lane. Pick a place where you can begin to engage your audience and just begin engaging them. Share your story in the most unique and creative way possible and stay there. Do not move because you don't suddenly see a spike in your followers. Do not move. Just keep your head down, stay focused, and keep doing the work. Keep 
doing the work, keep creating that engaging content and the Lord will begin to open up the doors and, and, and have that engagement begin to flow freely because you did what he told you to do and you did it to the best of your ability, the best of your ability. We're giving God our best. All right. So I hope that that answered that question. Definitely hit me up on Instagram at the underscore gospel underground, or you can email me gospel underground radio and let me know if that was a blessing to you. Okay, so the next question was ooh, a really good question. Um, the question says, when releasing your music and working to get it out on radio, how do you recognize a payola type situation? So in case you do not know what payola is, I'm going to read a quick definition. It is the practice of bribing someone to use their influence or position to promote a particular product or interest. All right. Now. When it comes to music and radio specifically, payola is when you pay a radio station to play your music. Let me just keep it 100% real with y'all. That is illegal. Straight up. I know that a lot of people do it. I know that a lot of people get caught up in it, but it is illegal. You're not supposed to pay a radio station for them to play your music. They have their different policies and protocols that they go through in order to get music and play it. But paying a DJ to play your music is illegal. (laughs) And to my surprise, a lot of independent gospel artists do not know that this is illegal and that this is not best practices. Okay, if you want to get your music on radio, there are a number of things that you can do. You can first and foremost um, reach out to the Internet radio station. A lot of them have email addresses. They have a a procedure in place on how to submit your music directly reach out to them and say hey can you play my song will you put my song in your rotation um the next things you can do is if you have like local djs in your area you can go to them and ask them what is the procedure for getting my song on the radio how do i get it on the radio and they may tell you a number of things um but you can just ask you have not because you ask not. Okay. <laughs> ask the online stations, ask the, uh, the bigger terrestrial stations, just ask straight up and down. Ask. Um, that's number one. The second thing that you can do is you can hire a radio promoter. This is an industry professional who has connections with radio stations. They are a trusted source by the radio stations. And radio is apt, more apt to accept music from them because they trust their judgment and they trust their professional opinion. The thing with radio promoters is that they are extremely expensive. Um, and I know that most independent gospel artists do not have the budget to pay for a radio promoter. They can go anywhere from a thousand dollars a month to three thousand dollars a month or even more than that. But that's just what I've heard thus far. Radio promoters are expensive. The other thing with that is you are not guaranteed that your song will be played or even placed in rotation just because you hire this expensive radio promoter. That is not to discourage you because there are a lot of extremely reputable radio promoters, but you just have to do your research. Make sure you get professional references and speak to other artists that they have worked with and ask them what their experience is, okay? And um, there are other dis- distribution services out there that have 
a list of radio stations that they receive music from. Um, and you can just Google and find out um, about those as well. But those are just some ways to get your song on the radio and to avoid getting in a payola type situation. So if you are online, and this has happened to me before as well too, but I just, I knew better. But if you're online and um, uh, an internet radio station reaches out to you and they're like, hey, we love you, we heard your song, we want to play it on our radio station. All you got to do is just, you know, sign up for this package or whatever have you and I'll play your song this many times. Absolutely not. That's a red flag. Okay, red flag. Do not go for it. Do not do it. It's not a good idea. Now, I want to clarify something. Radio stations, particularly internet radio stations, they have to pay to play our music, which is how we collect royalties. So they pay their music. They sign up as a legit radio station and then they pay to play music. However, those radio stations do need to recoup their money. They need to make money. <laughs> okay. Um, so they may have other promotional packages that you can invest in just as long as those packages do not include them playing your song on the radio, then you're fine. You can sign up with one of those if you would like to. And sometimes those packages include things like sharing you on their social media, um, which is extremely common nowadays. Um, and just a word of advice, if they don't have like First of all, if they don't have social media uh, audience that likes your kind of music or they don't have a large enough social media following to where you feel like it can get out there and really make a splash, then that's just that's something that you need to gauge. You need to say, okay, is this a worthy investment for me right now? Okay, so um, just consider those things. But please, please, please do not get caught up in a payola type situation. Typically, those situations are really easy to spot, though, because um, there's not a lot of professionalism on the part of the radio host when they are approaching you that way. And um, yeah, now, you know, I have just shared with you that it is illegal for someone to take money um, to play your song on the radio unless it is a radio promoter, meaning it is their job to promote your song to radio stations. I hope that makes sense. If it doesn't hit me up and I will clarify more, um, in, you know, on the back end. But yeah. That has happened so many times to so many different artists. A friend of mine actually, you know, got caught up in a situation like that. And I was just like, oh, my God, I felt so bad. Um, and I was actually surprised that people are still out here doing that because it's just a mess. <laughs> you know, it's a mess. But make sure you don't get caught up in that type of a situation. It's not worth it. There are so many other ways that you can get your music on the radio. Um, and if the Lord says the same, we will be providing a service to help you with that soon as well. So, um, yeah, just be careful, be prayerful <laughs> and do your due diligence. Do yourself uh, the favor of researching and learning as much as you can so that you don't get caught up in those types of situations. The next question says, is there a specific time when I should or should not release music? And I am so glad that you asked. God, you are good. <laughs> this is one of those things that I kind of want to shout from the rooftops because it's not something that's always spoken about. Um, But 
this is just uh, major, major, major. Okay. So yes, there is a specific, there are specific times when you should and should not release new music. And I'm going to tell you um, about those now. So first of all, it is industry standard to release music on a Friday. Now, you know what I say, we pray, we plan, we execute. If the Lord tell you to release it on a Tuesday, then you do that, okay? However, that's just something to keep in your mind. It is industry standard to release music on a Friday. That's just that, okay? The next bit of advice that I would say is, if you can help it, do not release music during the holiday season. So I would say like the... Hmm, like the second week in November until the new year. Do not release new music unless it is holiday music. And the reason for that is because during that time, radio stations and everybody is focused on holiday music. So while you can go ahead and release your song, you know, a lot of the radio stations are really going to be focused on playing holiday music, promoting holiday music. And you just, you want to give your release a fair chance, a fair chance to be seen, heard, experienced, and enjoyed. And that's just not a good time, in my opinion, and in the opinions of a lot of people. Unless it is a holiday song, then I would suggest that you wait until the top of the year, give yourself some time and, and, and release it at the top of the year instead of releasing it during that second, third, you know, that second week of November all the way to the end of December. Cause people are, they playing Mariah Carey. <laughs> okay. Um, they're not really checking for your new gospel song. They are like, okay, all I want for Christmas is you. That's what, that's what they are into. Um, so yeah, just be strategic. Always be prayerful. If the Lord tell you to release a song during that time, then you do what the Lord say. Okay. Forget the standards, forget all that. But, um, if you would just like to know basic industry standards, basic industry standard is to not release regular music during the holiday season and also to release your music, your music <laughs> on a Friday. All right. So I hope that that helped. The next question is, um, how much do we charge to code the music? So I think it was episode three. I think it was episode three where we talked about positioning yourself to profit. So episode three of the how to prepare your, prepare your music for a successful release. We talked about positioning yourself for profit. And in that episode, we talked about registering your music on all the different places and making sure your music is coded with the metadata so that it can be tracked for sales and for spins. And we do offer a service for that. I will link to it in the show notes. Um, and somebody asked, how much do we charge to code the music? So first of all, I want to let you know that we don't just code the music with metadata. We also register it for you on, I believe it's SoundScan and MediaBase. So it's two things in one. And we charge $20 per song. However, if you are releasing an EP uh, with a minimum of four songs, then you get a 10% discount. And if you're releasing an LP with a minimum of 10 songs, you get a 20% discount. So it's fairly priced um, for those two services, coding, the, coding it with the metadata and registering it with those different places to make sure that you can track your spins and your sales. So my last question is, what is my biggest piece of advice when releasing new music? And this is a really, really good question. Um, I know that I pour out so much information and I be going in about making sure you do all of this stuff. Da, 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 da. But my biggest piece of advice, if I could only tell you one thing that you have to do before you release your music, 
is to seek the face and the heart of God. God gave you the music because he has goals for it. He has a plan for it. So if you don't do anything, make sure you seek God. And I mean, seek him on everything. When should you release it? What type of cover should you have? Where should I ask God all of the questions? He's not too busy. He's not too busy. And if he gave it to you, you need to understand and respect the fact that he has a plan for it. Okay. Don't get caught up in all of these things. You know, maybe, maybe it's one song he wants you to release in your whole life. It's just one song he wants you to release. Ask him how to do it. Cause everybody is not necessarily called to be an artist, but whether you are called to be an artist or whether you are called to sing locally in your local church and God wants you to release one song, one song, make sure you do it his way. Okay. I don't care what the professionals say. I don't care about none of the industry standards. If there was only one thing that I can tell you is do it God's way. God is the creator of music. God is in control of, and he has created gospel. It belongs to him. So ask him, what is your will for this music? All right. And I just pray that this entire series has been a blessing to you. I pray that you are learning to really seek God, seek God and to do God's business with excellence. Do his business with joy. Do his business understanding that this is going to rock the world. Okay. This, what God has put out, what God wants to put out through you is going to be a blessing to this world. So get excited about it. Get happy about it. Get strategic about it. Come on, somebody. Okay. Get educated about it. But most importantly, make sure that you do it God's way. So that's all for this episode. I hope that you all enjoyed it. We have one more episode in this series and in this season, y'all. After next week, I'm going on a break for a couple of weeks to regroup and to refresh and to ask the Lord what you want me to tell him this time, Father. Okay. <laughs> so I hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, please go ahead and screenshot the episode and make sure you tag us on Instagram at the underscore gospel underground. And also make sure you give us a five star rating and review. We want to know what you think about the podcast. And also we want to make sure that other independent gospel artists just like you have a chance to hear about all this great artist development and all these tips and resources that we are giving out. All right. So I love you guys. If you always at any time, if you have questions, you can always um, DM me on Instagram or you can shoot me an email. Our email address will be in the show notes as always, or you can go ahead and book a consultation with me if you have a little bit more in-depth questions that you really want me to help you out with some things, feel free to reach out, all right? I love you guys. Stay focused on Jesus, keep one another in prayer, and I will speak to you next week.